hello, Michael Lombardo here. Welcome to Awaken Podcast. We had a few weeks off here uh, in the beginning of September through the end of September, but I am back to recording podcasts. We're going to be talking about revival breakthrough today. And so make sure to tune in to keep listening. If you are new to the podcast, we have an episode releasing every Monday on charismapodcastnetwork.com. You can also go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Audible, anywhere that podcasts are listened to, to tap into the shows. Over 200 episodes, I believe we're at 215, 216 right now. And so there's hours and hours of teaching, revelation, interviews with amazing leaders in the body of Christ, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers, you know, missionaries from around the world. And so make sure to tune in. If you go to listennotes.com, we rank in 3%, in the 3 percentile of podcasts worldwide. And so I'm so grateful for that. Thank you for tuning in, for sharing this, for reviewing this, for getting this to your friends and to your family. We've gotten a lot of great feedback of people receiving, being encouraged, strengthened, receiving miracles, encountering God through this. And so thank you so much for tuning in. I want to dive in so we can have as much time with my guest as possible. He is not a stranger to the podcast. I think he's been on four or five times now. It's always an honor to speak to James Gall, who is on with me today. And so James Gall is the founder of God Encounters Ministries, a ministry to the nations. He's ministered in over 50 nations and he's authored over 40 books. Um, I hope that's up to date. He'll let, he'll let us know if there's more than that, but over 40 books and is the voice for God Encounters Today podcast. James is also a life language communications coach. He's a recording artist. He is a consultant to many leaders. He is a prophet and his books have touched and impacted millions of lives around the world. And so thank you for joining me today. It's always a pleasure. It's I like hanging out with you. So <laughs> it's a joy. Uh, I like awaken mm-hmm. and uh, so we c- carry some very common DNA. Mm-hmm. So thank you for this opportunity to uh be in your sphere. <laughs> it is a joy and it's an honor. I always receive from you and um glean from the many years that you've served the Lord faithfully and co-labored with God and uh, you've touched many lives around the world, so it's an honor to have you on. Thank you so much. Absolutely. And so today I want to talk about your book, Revival Breakthrough. Um, the Lord is doing something incredible around the world. I'm seeing him awaken hearts of business people, of missionaries, of ministers, of leaders around the world. People are going deeper with him. There's a desperation. There's a hunger in the body of Christ. People don't want to settle for less. There's a lot of shifting times, shifting seasons. God is preparing people's hearts for mighty breakthrough and revival in this hour. And so, of course, I'd love to touch on that. And then also maybe even define revival a little bit because everyone has a different idea of what revival is. And so love to start there. That's great. Now, actually, the subtitle of the book helps a lot. Mm -hmm. So it is called uh, Revival Breakthrough. And the subtitle is Preparing for seasons of glory, mm-hmm. awakening, I think that that helps, <laughs> and great harvest. Mm-hmm. And so one of my primary emphasis is great harvest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so what is revival? So if we want to, I actually have a chapter in, in here on 
classic characteristics of revival. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The five classic char- So going through church history, mm-hmm. looking at the classic revivals and what are the common characteristics, mm-hmm. because there's a difference between renewal, refreshing, and historic revivals. Mm-hmm. So I go through and I delineate. Now, I'm not trying to be, you know, it's like, hey, hey, now, let's take a moment and I'm going to use an illustration. Right. The only thing you actually dissect is something dead, Mm. like a frog in biology. Mm. So I don't want to overly dissect this subject Mm -hmm. because revival is a living substance. That's right. And it obviously first starts with you and with me. Mm-hmm. Listen, I just celebrated my 70th birthday. Mm-hmm. And guess what? I need to live in a revived place. Mm-hmm. I need renewed I need to welcome refreshing. Mm -hmm. But I have studied also the difference between a revival and an awakening. Mm -hmm. And I go through this Mm -hmm. in this book. But my aim is about the great harvest. Yeah. Are we ready? Do we still believe I'm challenging us? Yep. Or have we grown weary and do, but do we still believe in this great harvest? Mm-hmm. And that's one of the primary purposes that I wrote this because I'm challenging myself. I believe I'm a bridge from one generation in the prophetic mm-hmm. and prayer movement to the next generation. Mm -hmm. And I have packaged some of the greatest prophetic words in chapter 11 on the promises of the great harvest. And to help us believe and then let faith arise and be prepared. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What Jesus said. He said, the harvest is ready, but the laborers are few. And so what the Lord is doing, he's raising up lovers and laborers right now. And as I read this book, as I read this book, you're tilling the ground of our hearts. You're breaking up the fallow ground. You're showing us this is the pathway. This is the condition of our hearts. This is how revival begins. And then also people that are aching and hungry to be used by God. How do we walk that out? How do we practically, it's not just... There's tons of scripture, a lot of yeah, prophetic okay. revelation in this book, but practically, right. biblically, historically, yes. what does it look like for God to use a man or a woman to to really pioneer in that sphere? Yeah, and and I make it very personal. So yeah. I try to bring three strands of truth together, and you mm-hmm. did a great job right then. Mm-hmm. Historical, because mm-hmm. it's happened before. That's right. Biblical. This book is full of scriptural examples, but personal. 
There is an outrageous chapter. There's an audio version of this book that mm -hmm. has just been completed. Mm -hmm. That is with my animated, dramatic, emotive voice. Okay, I got to get that. That's great. And, I hear and that. yeah, I <laughs> with a, a top sound engineer, and mm -hmm. it is like, oh my goodness! Mm -hmm. When I did this chapter on possessed by God, mm. and I tell. Tell these ah, personal God encounters. Like when I was with by an assignment to go redig the wells of crisis, mm -hmm. intercession, mm -hmm. intervention through intercession, mm -hmm. by a dream mm -hmm. to go to wells. To the Swansea Bible College, and I tell God, said, "Well, I don't know anybody. Mm -hmm. I, I how can I do that?" And God says, "I know everybody. <laughs> Perfect. I yes. can make a connection. Absolutely." And yeah. so yeah. I, I I tell about that in this book how I did a nationwide tour through Wales, and the last place was Mariah Chapel, where Evan Roberts yes, preached. Yes. Mm. And I'm there, and the place is filled. And then a brown paper on a on a piece of a brown paper sack, mm -hmm. someone tore off and wrote an invitation mm -hmm. for me to go the next day mm -hmm. to the Swansea Bible College and meet with Samuel Howells, wow. the son of Reese Howells. Mm -hmm. And I go, oh, God. And so I had wow. an appointment. Sure. And so I tell about these kinds of things that wrecked my world to wreck your world. <laughs> so it's full of scripture. Yeah. It's full of church history, but it's full of personal encounters because I want you to be touched by Holy mm. Spirit. In yes. fact, right now, through this screen, right now, mm -hmm. Jesus called. The Holy Spirit, <laughs> the mm -hmm. finger of God. That's right. And the finger of God is reaching out right now to touch you. Thank you, Lord. And you, who have never have had tears, will be unblocked. Mm -hmm. And God will give you the gift of tears, and you will be one of the Peggy Smith, Christine Smiths, who opened the way for the Hebrides Island Revival. God, right now, the Holy Spirit is touching some of you, and he's reviving you. Yes. Revive us again. And he's doing it right now. <laughs> And God's hearing your cry. Mm -hmm. And it starts right here. Mm -hmm. Some of you are having, and this is obviously unplanned, yeah. a Luke 24 experience. 
and your heart is burning right now. Mm. The Fuego, someone from a, a Latino or Hispanic background, so I'm going to say Mucho Fuego on in cortisone. Mm -hmm. This is so unplanned on my end. Mm -hmm. The fire of God is falling on your cortisone, on your heart. And it doesn't have to be just for someone from a Spanish-speaking mm -hmm. background, but oh my goodness, is it ever falling on you right now? And God is anointing you yes. as an intercessor for your family, for your entire family, for revival for your family. We might talk about a revival for a nation. How about revival for a family? That's right. Yes. Oh my, revival for a family. Revival. I, 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 it's like, it's, it's like I'm not going to apologize. There is an anointing right now that is touching some that is uh, it's falling right now it's a oh right now there's a gift of faith that is getting distributed by the holy spirit to believe for the impossible god has called you but now it's getting activated through an impartation of a gift of faith. Because all things are possible. Wow. <laughs> we could just, wow, just stay there for a little while. Whew. Yeah. Wow. I just, the Lord for... <sighs> Even if you go back in history, talk about Evan Roberts, talk about Mariah Woodworth Eder, talk about Smith Wigglesworth, talk about William Seymour. There was a yeah. personal revival that took place on the inside of them. Yes. And they got so touched, so just tore open for the for the they, they God took his heart and put it inside of them for the yeah. lost and for the broken and personal revival became public revival. And it, huh. all it takes is one person to get set aflame like Charles Finney. And then the glory of God that he carries touches people around him. So they're convicted of their sin and, and they turn to the living God. And so that's what the Lord's doing right now. He's raising right up now. people like that. Uh -huh. Yes. Yeah. Right now in this generation, I, I've been having, I've been a dreamer for many, many, many years. So this is not you know new to me. I'm a mm. sage in a sense at this point in time. But one of the dreams that I had recently that it's like, it, it was so unusual for me. It was like a match getting lit and I could hear it where it goes like, but where you strike it and I could hear it go. Mm -hmm. And it was fascinating. And I heard it over and over and over mm. and short and then long. And I, it, it's happening right now, mm -hmm. and and it's like and it's like. Sure. Listen, it only takes. This is a. I don't mean this as a cliche. Yeah. It only takes a spark. That's it. And some of you feel like you're burnt. You're burned. 
You've been burned. Well, you know what that means? You actually know what the fire of God is actually like. Because you might be a burned coal. But that means you actually know what the real fire is really like. Mm -hmm. And you're still emitting. I'm just going to redeem this. Mm -hmm. And you're still emitting a fragrance. Mm -hmm. Oh, Mm -hmm. oh, well, maybe you got used. Mm -hmm. Well, but maybe you also asked God, God, would you use me? So some people used you. Mm -hmm. Now we forgive. And now you're a candidate to go from one wave mm. to the next. Do you want to be used mm. again? So, this is really important because mm-hmm. some of you need to volunteer freely to be used again. Because the fire is going to land on burned coals. I saw this happening actually in corporate gatherings where this this eccentric fire that's a weird word to use that would just show up show up mm-hmm. and then you know what happens and then when the wind comes and blows on then it goes into a full flame mm-hmm. then in the second dream that same night i saw lightning bolt strikes lightning bolts upon people and i just declare right now watch out here comes strikes of God's glory. Yeah. That is going to mark people. Mark people. This is a part of a revival breakthrough for seasons of revival, awakening, and all unto what? The great harvest. Mm -hmm. Get ready, folks. (laughs) This. Mm -hmm. So good. There is a coming up on all over again. Mm -hmm. It's about. The great harvest. Mm -hmm. Be a carrier. For the great harvest. Uh huh. And so forget about being burned yesterday because volunteer freely again because it's about the great harvest. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh my goodness. (laughs) I just kind of like, I didn't mean to like take over, but no, the whole, we welcome the Holy spirit and what he wants to say and what he wants to do. Um, we're talking about revival. We might as well have one right now in Jesus. And so when you're talking about the Holy spirit and fire, so many people want the fire, but 
you know, there is a fl- uh, a threshing floor reality where he you ask for the fire and then the chaff has to go yeah. so the pure wheat can come forth. And like um, you said, offenses like in, in seasons where there's been deep yeses to God, yeah, you know, yes. acts of surrender to God where he's pushing yeah. you and propelling you into his kingdom ways. And he's dealing with areas of our heart. The enemy's an opportunist. He likes to touch things and try to cause offenses right. and little things. There's attacks because he's intimidated because he knows who we are and what God's doing on the inside of us. And then also right. chaff comes to the surface, things that can't go into the season of revival that yeah. we're stepping into. And so the fire's great. I love the fire. But if right. we're going to go deep, I just feel like even in this season, God's been doing so much sifting. He's pouring pure fire into his bride and that stuff that is chaff just has to go so we can walk oh, yeah. in the fullness of his purposes. Yes. But I mean, when you study, you know, mm-hmm. what does fire do? Mm-hmm. You know, fire cleanses. That's right. So there's a dimension of this when the fire comes fire purifies so i've been saying as many have we are moving into a psalm 24 revival wow who can ascend the hill of the lord who can it's a question Mm -hmm. actually no one can in their own. Yeah. No one qualifies. Mm-hmm. Who can ascend the hill of the Lord? It's an invitation. Mm-hmm. He who has clean hands and a pure heart. No, it takes an internal work to have external mm-hmm. habits cleaned up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, yeah. Who can ascend the hill of the Lord? This is listen, another part of the Psalm 24 revival is a deliverance movement mm. where God, by his fire, burns habits. Burn them, Lord. <laughs> Deliverances. Yes generational iniquity patterns Mm. and actually burns them out. Yeah. And things that people have struggled with, but they really haven't been able to fully get cleansed or rid of. Mm -hmm. There is a renewed by the fire of God. Yes. A deliverance. Mm-hmm. Deli- I'm telling you, deliverance by fire. Mm-hmm. Deliverance by fire. Mm-hmm. This is a part of the revival, the awakening, the preparation unto the great harvest. You know, uh, obviously, let's quote Isaiah chapter 60, verses 1 to 3. Deep darkness yep. will cover people, and gross darkness is going to cover the earth. Mm-hmm. But arise, shine. Mm-hmm. 
in the midst of that. Yes. In the midst of that. And what we have going on today is absurd. Mm-hmm. I would have never thought I would live to see with my own eyes and hear with my own ears some of this transgender. Mm-hmm. It's wild. Wild. Changing mm-hmm. of. Yep. Organs mm-hmm. at early ages, and it's legal, mm-hmm. and it's not just under the radar. Mm-hmm. I knew for years that Roe v. Wade would be repealed, mm-hmm. but what I knew was it would be also the a beginning of the war between the states. Mm-hmm. Like the Second Civil War. Yeah. And I've known that for years. And so, folks, we are in a war zone. Mm-hmm. But we do not wrestle with flesh and blood. And we've got to remember that. Mm-hmm. And we are to be light carriers. Yes. And rise above right because we are people of hope solutions. We have to be. Mm-hmm. We must be people of revived, yes, delivered, purified ourselves. Mm-hmm. A Psalm 24 revival and then sit ones. Yeah. There's the great harvest. God's been highlighting Psalm 24 to me. I love that you say that. Mm-hmm. It says in Psalm 24, verse 7 and 8 Lift up your heads, you gates. Mm-hmm. Be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in and that is the key the lord strong and mighty mighty in battle but we are the gates we are the doors and it says in revelation 3 and i'll just quote this real quick talking to the church at laodicea that thought they were rich and they had no need and he calls them to repent for being lukewarm he says Mm -hmm. i stand at the door and knock if anyone hears my voice and opens the door i will come into him and i will dine with him and he with me it's this call and this invitation the lord knocking on the door of our hearts that the king of glory may come in and kick the stuff out that doesn't need to be there anymore so that we could be true vessels for his glory to bring in a great harvest that is so wonderful because Mm -hmm. i have been teaching these same verses Mm -hmm. all over again also Mm -hmm. and while let's say it's appropriate to cherry pick or use that for evangelism. Mm. Behold, I stand at the door and I knock. Mm. That is not its historical context. That's right. It is Jesus standing outside of the door of the church. That's right. And he once in saw into the in the entrance of a citywide church. And he's standing outside of the entrance of an entire city. That's right. Mm-hmm. Of 
And if you don't believe that, how about he's standing outside of the door of believers who are lukewarm? That's right. And he wants in. And folks, that's where we are today. Mm-hmm. It is exactly. And so I have been teaching those verses exactly like you are. Mm-hmm. And Jesus is persistent. But but part of the issue is the door handle on those doors is on the inside of the door. It's not on the outside of the door, the way those doors are made. Uh-huh. At historically at that time. And so you have to open the door from the inside out. That's good. And so Jesus, in his loving persistence, wants in to fellowship and to abide. And but we have to open because. He owns the house. <laughs> yes, he does. And he's he not does. supposed to be the guest. He is actually the owns the house. Now, Ed Silvosa, mm-hmm. who's one of my, quote, apostolic advisors, mm-hmm. has been mm-hmm. leading people through the Revelations 3.20 in an application. He's just been having people go to the door of their own homes and open the door mm-hmm. and say, Jesus. Ecclesia, come in. Mm-hmm. Well, I've done it into my media room, mm-hmm. and I've said, Jesus, come in. Mm-hmm. You are more than welcome here. In fact, you own this. Mm-hmm. Take it over. It's yours. Now, when we do those types of things, they're prophetic acts. But yeah. guess what? He takes us at our Word he takes it seriously, and anointing actually increases because guess what? He's no longer just a guest that occasionally lights and shows up. He owns the place. That's right, and he can take over anytime he wants because it's his. <laughs> oh man, I, I, oh boy, oh my gosh, I, I, God is, uh, but I see it every single day. I've seen. You know, just being involved in the business world along with ministry, I've seen people go from being missionaries, pastors, ministers into the business world and doing both. And I've seen the grip that, you know, the spirit of the world that mammon could get on a on a pure heart, someone that loves the Lord. And and but at the same time, I'm seeing God revive and and strengthen their heart and giving recognition, understanding, bringing awakening to so many people. And because they've even for a season and myself included, you know, it's like because you've been almost deceived by it for a moment and died to it. Now you have victory over it uh and you could bring it. You could bring that revelation to the world that riches and all these different things don't matter but i'm seeing god captivate people's hearts awaken Mm. people's hearts people are letting him in deeper than they ever have and stuff's getting kicked out like it never has before either and so there's a there's a purifying that is taking place and it's launching us into Uh, destiny really yeah and then god can trust you Mm -hmm. with the riches that's right And then Mm. you become a steward, and he 
Hey, listen, I just got to tell you one of the most recent bizarre dreams. Mm-hmm. I mean, this just happened on Rosh Hashanah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just recently in this, it was the third dream of the night again. In this dream, this is going to blow some people out of the water and it's okay. That's good. All Let's right? go. It's okay. So in this dream, now I have taught a lot on dreams. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things that's important is where are you in the dream? Are you simply not in the dream, but observing? Are you in the dream, but not the primary figure and watching, but participating? Or are you the central figure? Mm-hmm. And that's one of the primary number one tools that you need to use in interpreting the dream. That's good. Another one is what is the atmosphere in the dream? Is it faith? Is it fear? Is it destiny? What is the culture, the um, uh, overall mm-hmm. emotion that is in the dream? Mm-hmm. And uh, and that's another one of the primary tools. Then I call them identifying the picture frame. So anyway, so in this third dream uh, that I had of the night, and then anyway, I don't mean to do a whole you know teaching on uh, oh, dreams. Let's, let's go. Let's do it. Oh uh, no, but, but anyway, it, so it's just fascinating to me. So in this dream, I'm in the dream. Mm-hmm. I, I'm watching myself, mm-hmm. and it's all parabolic it's parables and jesus taught him parables right yeah well a voice comes to me and it says i see myself in the dream and the voice comes to me and says the (laughs) so bizarre on rosh hashanah the first day of the new year, and the voice comes and says, the older you get, the more like Bob Jones you are. And I'm like, and I go, huh. And out of my left arm, a banana grows. Out of my left arm. And it's just like, and you could go, now this is weird as I'll get out. Yeah. What did I just eat before I went to bed or something? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't the case at all. Because I'd had two dreams before that that I woke up from that were both from God. This is the third one. I wake up out of the dream. Oh, I actually then, in the dream, I chuckle. My voice tenor of it shifts from my base baritone resonance and it goes into and i sound like and some of you won't understand bob jones and paul kane and that's okay Mm. i don't have time to interpret all this and my the tenor of my voice shifted and so this voice says the older you get the more like bob jones you're becoming now i knew what that meant it meant about the seer realm Mm. and it meant about parables and things of that nature i respond in the dream and out of my left arm grew right here a banana Mm -hmm. now i knew what arm meant a r m that is apostolic restoration ministry Mm -hmm. and i chuckle but my voice now sounds like paul kane and i make a joke and i go oh that would be appealing. 
No, I never make jokes. Mm-hmm. In the natural, I never make jokes. Yeah. But Paul Kane made satirical jokes constantly. So in this dream, I did that. I wake up, I now go out into my kitchen. I actually go to let my dog now called Destiny mm-hmm. out. I think that's interesting. Now listen to this. Sitting on my kitchen counter, there was a singular ripe banana. Mm. It was not there before. There were no bananas in my house when I went to bed. Zero. Wow. I just had a dream that a banana grew out of my left arm. Yeah. Apostolic. The arm of the Lord will not be too short. Yeah. I go, and there's ends up being in the natural, a sign and a wonder. How weird. Mm Mm-hmm. A singular banana is now sitting on my kitchen counter. And I go, what in the world? I actually took a picture of it. Yeah. What is this? I go back to bed, and I have two more dreams of two more fruits growing out of my left arm. I ask the Lord, what is this? And he says, "There is. we're moving into a time of accelerated fruitfulness. Mm. We're mo- you are, mm. we are, you are moving into a new season of accelerated fruitfulness. Yes, Lord. Yes. He said there has been a lot of pruning. Mm-hmm. See, that's oh. John 15. Yeah. There's been a lot of pruning in a lot of people's lives. And there's going to be much fruit, great fruit, and fruit that will remain Mm -hmm. because the arm of the Lord is not too short and it will be, listen to this, and it will be appealing to the world. That's right. Yes. So anyway, this is James <laughs> Gall, and I just told you one my latest. I'm actually releasing this in a, a video and a podcast, yeah, in an article, you know, today. Yeah. But so anyway, because I want to, we we need to close. But here's the thing: I want to encourage your faith, and I might just have stretched you today. But here's the deal. I want to encourage your journey Mm. to believe for the promises of the great harvest. That's right. And I'm going to, before we end this, I want to share this because the Lord's been speaking through numbers and different things, but I watch baseball. I'm a baseball fan. I'm a Yankee fan in particular. And I got my wife into watching baseball with me sometimes. We've been to a few games. This year, there's a player named Aaron Judge. Oh and, yeah! And before before I even get into that, I remember home runs. Come on, sixty one home. Yeah, so he hit sixty two to beat the record. He did. He hit sixty two. Yep, he, he beat did. the record. Yep. I remember hearing about Bob Jones saying having a prophetic word about God speaking through baseball. Oh, and of course. There was a whole thing about that. I remember hearing. I didn't the, know that he hit sixty two. <laughs> he he did. did. He just did before the season ended, and so. 
sick in nine mile. miles. It's it's a, it's unbelievable. We're actually there at the game when he did it, which was phenomenal because really? it was in, it was in Dallas, Texas. No. And so in 1961, Roger Maris hit 61 home runs. Right. No no one touched him till 61 years later when right. Aaron Judge hit 61 home runs and then beat it with 62. And no, I didn't know he did. The night I that mean, he I was following it, but oh, yeah. I knew he was at 60. Yeah. I'm sorry. I mean, it's like <laughs> because I know some of the background on this. Oh yeah. Tell people what his name is. Aaron Judge. Aaron. Aaron, Aaron. Judge. Got to get the Aaron in, see, folks. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm stealing your word. No, no, Go. no. It's okay. I want you to share oh, your insight, stunning. too. I want you to share your insight, too, because that night when he hit 61, there was a tremendous anointing. And I looked at my wife and I'm like, you feel the presence of God? Everyone's celebrating. There was an anointing. And then my wife goes, Isaiah 61. And then we looked into Isaiah 61, the ministry of Jesus. The spirit of the Lord is upon me to preach good news to the poor, set the captives free. Oh, and I just believe right now God is raising up people for revival that have the spirit of God, the ministry of Jesus to go into the harvest field like you're talking about right now. And And so who's an Aaron? Aaron is the priest (laughs) that ministers unto the Lord. (laughs) And his last name is what? Judge. Judge, <laughs> and God is raising up the righteous judge, mm-hmm. not in criticism, but who can judge mm-hmm. the holy from the unholy. That's right. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And another cool aspect of that is he was actually adopted. Aaron Judge was adopted. So with that, there's a spirit of adoption. And so it's just it's such a prophetic thing. But anyways, I love that you yeah, shared that awesome. because that's what the Lord's doing. And he hit 62 then. He hit 62 and closed out the year he beat the record. And so pretty phenomenal. But, oh, that's amazing. Mm. Well, Lord, we just take all of these things to be even symbols Yes. Parables for us to help ignite our faith for an Isaiah 62. (laughs) For an Isaiah 62, we know six and seven, but how about an Isaiah 62? What is verse one? It looks for Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. And for Jerusalem's sake, I will not keep quiet. Until her righteousness goes forth like the brightness and her salvation like a torch burning. There we go. Burning. Yes. And so we agree together that the Lord is releasing revival fire Mm -hmm. for such a time as this. That's right. So this is James Gall and this is (laughs) Michael Lombardo. And we Agree together. That's right. For revival fire. Yes. For revival breakthrough in your life. Yes. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. I think this book that you're releasing, it's the perfect time. It's it's a, it's the prophetic timing of the Lord. And so the book is called um, Revival Breakthrough. And I will put a link in the description section for everyone to be able to access it as well as your website. Um, but is there anything you'd like to share with the people about your ministry? And I'll put the I'll put the link for your website as well. Yeah. 
So uh, I obviously teach uh, online classes, free webinars, mm -hmm. and I send out uh, virtually every week a, a e-blast that's free. I have my uh, podcast as well. Mm -hmm. I will s send the podcast out, obviously, also through Charisma Podcast, mm -hmm. through the different portals, just like uh, Michael does. Mm -hmm. I also then will pair them up then with an article. Uh, then that will uh, go out like today. Mm -hmm. I will be releasing then uh, God has surprises for you mm -hmm. in the new year. And mm -hmm. so I just want to thank you. Um, and uh, mm -hmm. because God does have mm -hmm. surprises mm -hmm. for you mm -hmm. in the new year. Mm -hmm. And I just want to say that uh, Michael Lombardo, mm -hmm. that uh, you are a a fertile field mm. and that um and for those who are listening that you maybe have felt like you have gone through a season of barrenness mm. but god is going to shift things for you mm -hmm. and that you're going into a time of mm. accelerated fruitfulness right. where there's going to be fruit that is appealing in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. One of the last times you're on my podcast, you said that there will be a revival of kindness and I've never forgotten I, that. I've never forgotten that because we love the gifts of the spirit and may they flow Amen. and may they be released, but we also need the fruits of the spirit and may the yeah. church of Jesus Christ manifest kindness, goodness, faithfulness, self-control, love, joy, and so, amen. We could talk for two hours or more here yeah. and flow with the Holy Ghost. But thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. It's always an honor to have you as a guest and um, you're always a blessing. And so thank you so much. I love just getting any moment of time to talk to you. Yeah, great. Good to be with you. <laughs> for those who are watching right now or those who are listening, if you're on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. You could like, you could comment. If you are on all the other outlets, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, make sure to subscribe rate and review this podcast so we can get it out to more people so they can be blessed, they can be challenged, they can be awakened by the gospel of Jesus Christ. Bless you, and I'll speak to you next time on Awakened Podcast. Hey guys, Michael Lombardo here. Uh, just quickly, I just want to make a resource available to you. I wrote a book released with Destiny Image Publishers called Immersed in His Glory, a supernatural guide to experiencing and abiding in God's presence. My desire is for you to get to know the Lord in a experiential way, to break every barrier to experience God's presence in your everyday life. I've met people all over the world that are just hungry to know him, but just don't know how to get there, don't know how to experience Jesus in a deeper way. You know, what keeps you from encountering him in a greater way? Do you feel unfit to enter his presence? Do you feel stuck? Maybe you worry that you don't know enough to meet with God. Every human being is hardwired with a need for intimacy with God. When this need isn't met, we search elsewhere and we find ourselves broken and unfulfilled. But connecting with God is of utmost importance. And in this book, I'm just inviting you to experience this vital union with the Holy Spirit that is greater than you have ever imagined. A continuous fellowship with God where a lifestyle of miracles, visions, encounters becomes normal. All right, so in this book, you learn how to 
Be free from self-condemnation, guilt, and shame through intimacy with the Holy Spirit. You learn how to um, have guidance from God as you experience His presence every day. You overcome lies that have held you back from experiencing more of God. You get a revelation of your inheritance that was already freely yours, you know, through the lavish gift of grace through Jesus. And so I just want to present this to you immersed in His glory. You can go to Amazon and find it there. You could also go to my website, lifepouredoutintl.org, lifepouredoutintl.org, or you can go to destinyimage.com. The audiobook is available as well on amazon.com as well as some video teachings at destinyimage.com and so bless you guys grab a copy of immersed in his glory thank you